And the yeah. even more ridiculous thing is, I say a lot of stupid stuff. This is Faith And, a Christian podcast exploring faith in real life with young people. Welcome back to another special edition of Faith And. I'm Andy, as always, and uh, I'm joined here once again by Ruth. Hello, how are we all doing today? Very well, thank you. Uh, And we are joined from an international uh, speaker today, someone who is miles away from where we are. Uh, the wonders of modern technology is allowing us to speak to Rebecca. So Rebecca, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. Excellent, whereabouts in the world are you, Rebecca? I am in Germany. Um, so Rebecca, <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Who are you? Yes. Uh, what so, do you do? How do you spend your time? So I'm Rebecca and I'm 19 years old. Um, I used to work with Andy, uh, but unfortunately through Corona and all that's going on now, I had to go back to Germany and I'm still doing my gap year, but uh, obviously I can't really do the work anymore or go into schools. So I just uh, sit in my room all day and try to be productive. And what are you going to do once your gap year is over and summer's over and the world is back to normal? I plan to start studying psychology. Uh, yeah, I just hope that that works out. So, uh, Rebecca, tell us one surprising fact that not many people know about you. I really had to think about this one because, I don't know, like there are so many facts that nobody knows about me, but they are not very interesting or surprising or anything. So, I don't know, maybe that my second name is Anna. I don't, I don't think anybody really knows that. Or I wouldn't really tell anybody, so... So, Rebecca, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself, about your childhood um, and specifically about your journey with God? Yeah, um, I don't think I had a very uh, interesting childhood, to be honest. I mean, like we moved a lot. That was quite interesting, I think, about five or six times. So, yeah, that was a, a bit difficult because we didn't really have the time to set it in somewhere and I always had to leave my friends behind so that was quite hard obviously but we didn't have any serious diseases or anything in the in the family so that's uh, nothing I could uh, tell you about then um, I of course I also had to change school sometimes but not that often and eventually I kind of had my friend circle so uh, yeah not too exciting And I think God was always with me during this journey. Obviously, sometimes it was a bigger instance in my life. And sometimes I just, I don't know, I just lived and he was there somewhere, but I wouldn't really pray often or read my Bible. And it was just, yeah, because my parents were Christian and we were um, were raised that way. Um, And uh, so, yeah, there was not really a time where I, wouldn't think God existed but there were obviously times where I didn't really care much about it Um, and I think uh, that didn't really make us go to church we obviously went to church sometimes but also because we moved so often we didn't really have this one proper church where we would go to every Sunday and we didn't really have the community around us so that was a bit difficult. And now we have a church, but we don't go very often. 
because it just never became this church you would go to and meet other people and it didn't really feel right because they were very old and traditional and um yeah so that was quite difficult and I, I just hope that as soon as I go studying I find a church that fits better to me that's that's really interesting um I wonder what what things are you looking for in a church because you've said that um you're not drawn to going to church because yeah. it's quite old and traditional um yeah. so when you do move what kinds of things are you looking for in a new church that you think are important uh, I think one thing that makes a big difference for me is the worship part if if the worship is just I don't know if it is lively and uh, and just makes more sense and uh, kind of fills me with something I feel more motivated during the whole service and I'm not very good at listening for a very long time when for example the subject is not super interesting or doesn't really apply to my life so I just need those breaks of worship during the service to wake me up and remind me okay I'm um, I'm still here for God and I'm still here because I want to learn something um, and if the worship is just kind of a bit slow and boring and always the same songs nothing new I kind of I don't know I feel like I stuck in this service loop forever and uh, yeah that's not what I want. <laughs> when you're move, being moved around the country when you're not able to go to a church that you find really good at the mm -hmm. moment um, or you find churches around you just really traditional what you what, how do you receive from God how do you maintain that relationship with God? Uh, I think when I went to Barrow there's this was a time where I strengthened my relationship quite a bit because obviously I had um, people who believed in God all around me all the time and I spoke about it very often but I think before that I wasn't really in a very close relationship to God of course there was this relationship and it was strong enough that I decided to go to Barrow because I, I still believe in him and I was convinced that he is there and that I should live my life more according to his promises. But um, I don't know, I just didn't really apply it very much to my life, I think. A lot of us feel that way, don't we? Or we certainly go through, um, we certainly go through ups and downs in our life um, yeah. of feeling close to God and feeling far away from God. Um, do you think there has been any pattern in your life of when you have felt closer to God or when you felt further away? Have there been any things that have pushed you away or drawn you closer? I think it very uh, it really helped me to have some friends who also believed in God because then I was not the only one and um, it just felt more, more real when I could talk to people my age because I didn't really feel like the outsider and I had, I had other people... Um, who were my age and could talk about the same stuff and believed in the same stuff so that was very very helpful I also think I had an advantage because my parents believed in it and my whole family so I didn't really have to fight against them and say oh yeah I still believe in it I don't care what you say um, so they also supported me with that and um, yeah I think also some people from church helped me even though the whole the church uh, community itself was not to what I uh, was looking for but there were some specific people who would also help me during that journey. 
I read a book about young people being disappointed with God, but actually mm. they weren't disappointed with him. They were disappointed with the expression of God they were finding. So the church mm. they had. And and I think there's a, a balance between those two, isn't there? Between, you know, being disappointed with who God mm. is or actually are we disappointed with what we see, the churches around us and things like that? Uh, yeah, I think there are definitely times where I've been very disappointed in God, but I don't know if it was really because of the church around me. I think it was more about myself, because as I, to- as I told you, I didn't really have this close relationship to a church, but obviously I have a close relationship to myself. Um, and like there were times where I was really disappointed or very depressed about something. And then my first instinct would be, oh, yeah, God, how could you let that happen? But in reality, there were ways I could have prevented it to go that far. So, yeah, I I definitely think there have been times where I was disappointed. That's really interesting. Um, Yeah, I'd just like to ask you about um, why you came to Barrow. So you said that before that you didn't really have a very close relationship with God. So um you obviously believed in him and and as you've said you yeah. believe that he called you to Barrow but what was it that that really provoked that decision and what was it that that made you know it was God calling you mm-hmm. there I think um my first thought was that I didn't want to um start studying right away because I just finished school and it was very exhausting and everything and I also kind of had this learning and writing exams and everything all the time and I wanted to do something new so a gap year was uh, what I was going through Um, and then my mother suggested it to me and first of all I was not really convinced because um, I don't know a whole year somewhere else was a very big step and um, yeah and then I talked to some people from Pace and they it and it really seemed uh, very convincing and very Um, appealing to me to do that for a year and I think I also kind of felt like I owned it to God or I um, I should do it because I felt a bit guilty probably because I wasn't really living according to his his ways and then there was this chance to do this gap year and um, to come closer to God again so that was probably my um, inspiration That's really great. I think that's a really exciting and encouraging story for lots of young people to hear that um, you may not have been in in the best place with that relationship, yeah. but um, you took that step of faith, um, a little bit of a risk, and yeah. um, God was there and God was in that, and He He was part of that and still is as you as you've yeah as your gap year hasn't gone as you've expected it either that you've gone back yeah. to Germany halfway through because of this crazy thing that's <laughs> happening in the world. Um, but yeah, I think that's really encouraging. So thank you for sharing that. So what tips would you have for young people who are feeling distance from God who or who are in churches where maybe they're finding it boring? Maybe they don't have the style of worship they want or the teaching they want at this precise moment. What could you say to them? Yeah, um, I think for me, it was very, very helpful to have other people around. Um, so I think if they believe in God and they know of someone else who also believes in God um, and maybe went through, uh, goes through the same thing, then um, it can be very helpful to talk about it together 
and maybe find a new church um, at least to go to some worship nights or something to have this input and even if you can't go to every Sunday service just find your input somewhere else and also there are great uh, great opportunities to watch something on YouTube which I discovered especially now during Corona because obviously you can't go to services anymore um, but there are very very good um, YouTube channels where pastors are talking about God and they make it very very good and they give you great tips so um, even though you can't have this community with other people in a church it can be very helpful to still get this input or talk to someone your age about it. Good advice um, I'm sure that'll be really useful for a lot of our listeners um, so thank you for coming to talk to us um, we're gonna <laughs> wrap up the episode here um, and talk to you more next week um, about your relationship with God um, that journey you're going through at the moment as we all are and um, see what we can learn from from you and what you have to tell us um, <laughs> so thank you everyone for listening this is Faith And with Ruth and Andy and we will see you all next week <laughs>